Say Something. It's like a podcast, but it's a vodcast, so you can listen and watch. It's like news talk or sports talk, but it's life talk, so we can walk the road together. On today's show, Jeff Hendricks joins us to talk about life tips for parents, teens, and all the in-betweens, the ups and downs, and the joy in the midst. And I think that's true of hard times in our lives, too, or those times when we don't measure up or compare. Um, Just um, taking a step back and thinking, okay, this is what it looks like now. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it's going to look like in five years or ten years. Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the parking lot of our school. (laughs) (laughs) And um, this is our friend Jeff. Jeff Hendricks is headmaster at Providence Christian School of Texas, where he has been in a middle school teaching or administration role since 2005. He has a bachelor's degree in English with a minor in theological studies from Gordon College and a master of English at the University of Dallas. He is an avid reader and sports fan, specifically the Texas Rangers, but mostly he enjoy, he genuinely enjoys kids teaching and learning. We just wanted to have you on because you've done, throughout the years, he's done these really great, like, get a, let's let's take a pulse and do a gut check on, on where we're living right now, because these kids are living under so much pressure to have to do and to be, and to kind of be a persona instead of a person. Oh, for sure. Well, sometimes it's in those moments where they're not trying to put on that persona that I feel like they really express uh, themselves or you get that glimpse of who they are, uh, whether it's one-on-one in private or sometimes, you know, as an English teacher, I get it through their writing and uh, get to see, uh, maybe it's a journal entry that they, that they write that, um, shows what's really going on inside something that they might not otherwise say out loud to oh, their I bet friends that's true. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's been really fun we just got courtney calling in hi courtney hey everybody hey. hi courtney you- yeah i was reading something earlier and it, you know it's one of those you know articles that gets you hooks you they were talking about how you know an awful article about technology in our teens and then when you opened it up it said you know what we gotta look back for a second. Yes, Snapchat can be look, used for evil. And they said, our teens are actually not bad people. And the woman went on to share that her daughter had shared that she was sick or had a surgery or something like that on Snapchat. And how all these students showed up around the clock. You know, meals started showing up and a balloon and friends that came to watch a movie with her. And I, it just made me think and to ask you, as a headmaster and as being a part of these kids' lives for so long, what are some of the good things that you're you're saying because I think we can as parents um, you know harp on just the scary stuff and the negative things when they're great kids and they're doing some really great things out there okay that's a great question um, and something that I've really been trying to consciously think about um, I had a, a friend talk to me um, recently about making note of those situations where uh, you feel your heart rate going up right uh, stressful things and so that's been a that's been a good exercise but it, along with that I've been trying to write down things that um, also have brought me joy um, and so uh, in light of that question you know I was just talking to Brenda about the way uh, several of the high school freshmen from uh, who graduated from Providence last year mm-hmm. showed up at the football game last week and how meaningful that was mm-hmm. to the boys that are still here and on the team Um, and they were talking about high school and their experiences and just that show of support you know you you might expect a we're too cool for middle school now uh, mentality but to see them show up uh, in support uh, was really sweet Um, you know I also get to visit with students uh, after several years after they graduate and I was talking to a young man who's a senior in high school 
recently uh, about his aspirations to go to the Naval Academy. And uh, just thinking back to the the kid I remember in middle school, and now to see uh, sort of those qualities that you could kind of see in seed form, yeah. really starting to um, grow and blossom into um, fruition and uh, shape and uh, direct his life, it's really neat. Mm -hmm. um, what, what are some tips that you have to be able to take those moments to find the joy in the situation? I think a lot of it comes from trying to see the, take the long view uh -huh. um, rather than in the moment. The, you know, um, I was having a conversation with some new faculty here at school about um, the danger of over making too much of a comparison at a particular moment, particularly in a child's development. Mm -hmm. um, and we were talking about reading. And I just asked how many of you were reading before you were four? How many of you were reading when you were, not until you were six and a half? Uh, and then we all kind of had a laugh and who cares? Right. <laughs> um, but in a given moment, we, uh, we tend to um, make a lot of it, like it's gonna affect uh, where the child ends up or it's going to set, set them on a course for the rest of their life. And uh, development happens at different speeds for different people and um, we all get there. Yes. What about for the parent um, who may unknowingly do a lot of comparison, um, projection with their child? Yeah, I think the more... <laughs> One thing that has helped me, and this may just be um, from my perspective as an English teacher, but uh, reflecting on the whole story, um, when you get to the end of a, a novel, I um, think about a novel like To Kill a Mockingbird, uh -huh. and um, having a conversation with a classroom, we got to the end, and um, seeing the the way all the pieces were fitting together. Mm -hmm. And when we encountered them the first time, you kind of scratch your head, like, what is this about? And then when you get to the end, it's an, oh, oh, now I see what that was for. Um, and I think that's true of hard times in our lives too, or those times when we don't measure up or mm -hmm. compare. Um, just um, taking a step back and thinking, okay, this is what it looks like now. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it's going to look like in five years or 10 years um, and where this will take me. Um, I, I do think that we unknowingly kind of do that comparison thing mm -hmm. and our children take a, away from our conversation, well, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I should be more oh, of. Kids mm -hmm. are so prone to hear I'm bad. Yeah. You know, we are prone to, I think, focus on the, the negatives. Yeah. You kind of blow off the, the positives unless it's something particularly spectacular. But even there, uh, you, you have a certain achievement and um, you almost immediately feel the pressure of uh, doing it again. It's so <laughs> true. Uh, and it, it's almost a, a trap. Um, and so, you know, reminding uh, students in particular that it's a pro it's more about the process than the result. Um, it's more about the process than the result. That's that's a hard message to sell these days. You know yeah. what? There's so much truth to that. I'm, I'm reading this book right now about habits and how they form, and it's about development, recognizing the cue, developing the process mm -hmm. to reach the same successful result result time after time after time. So. And that's one of the things that you in academia do, help the children develop a process that can be applied in different scenarios, at the high school level, at the co collegiate level, 
and then in work, mm -hmm. I think. So how can we be more strategic in helping our children develop processes? Yeah. Well, and you know, I guess I, sometimes drawing parallels to sports helps me mm -hmm. because it's a lot more physical and uh, I can see it. Um, but thinking about a 10-year-old uh, a who's shooting a basketball on a 10-foot goal uh -huh. and how awkward that looks. <laughs> and often that they're more successful when they shoot in unorthodox ways. Yes. Um, <laughs> As in underhand. Underhand. Yes. <laughs> um, but they're developing the wrong habit. And over right. time, it's actually more beneficial for them to miss a lot right now um, because as oh, they get yeah. bigger uh, their success rate is gonna is gonna develop as they as they grow um, and they'll actually be better prepared in the long run uh, if they miss more now That's good. Uh, and I think uh, so I, I think the same is true in uh, lots of other areas it's just not quite so obvious yeah but I think then I go to the parent role again we strive for them to have this perfect Results well, I think every right time. now. Yeah, right. and then mm -hmm. we kind of interfere with the process. Maybe. Isn't that interesting? Well, I just think it's a product. You know, people would say, "What a shame that we live in this day and age of technology," because every everything is is as if it's on a stage, hmm. and um, and as things have the appearance of instant. And so, yeah. okay, it does. You don't see yeah. what goes on behind the right. scenes. Right, yeah. and yeah. so that's, that's the world you live in. So how do you walk in the world in a healthy way? Because you can't, you can't change the, there are a lot of things you can't change in the environment, but you certainly can change how you react within the environment. And um, I've watched you through the years do that in such a healthy way. And so it's like that long-term view, the, going ahead and, and sticking with the process like what the process is and not being afraid how do you handle that when fear enters the picture mm. well uh, a lot you know the, the longer you go at something and the more you see the um, end result pay off the more confidence you have in the process but there is always this lingering um, fear I guess or doubt you know it worked before but is it gonna work again this mm -hmm. time uh, if we keep uh, going in this direction I really think that that's where prayer uh, comes into mm -hmm. the into the picture because without trust in a, a sovereign God who's authoring our story uh, you uh, you are prone to, to fear but knowing that he can redeem even bad things mm -hmm. uh, is um, I think sort of the hope that I return to often uh, to just help me to trust and push forward and keep going. Uh, but I could tell you many stories of uh, kids whose parents were, you know, pulling their hair out. We were wondering, what are we going to do here? And in two or three years' time, look back and think, wow, oh, yeah. what a transformation. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, it... stepped, we kept with the process and look what, look what resulted. Yeah. I'm so glad we did. But I think the more you can, as a parent can have a have that healthy view I think the more that that will be transmitted to the child and they'll be able to roll with the punches as they come one thing that you do so well is encourage um, people especially around award times or any you know even with grades like that someone it's it's so easy for kids to try to one-up each other on the grades or to one up each other or, or let an award define them whether they were the one that scored the football touchdown or anything mm -hmm. like that and you have such a great message on being able to accept who you are rather mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. and I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you deal with um, even being handing out awards to kids knowing full well there's an entire audience of kids that could very well 
win whatever award. Right, but only a handful. I know, only it's like you do. only get to see a few. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> here at this school, I mean, one of the things that helps with that is knowing that um, uh, we will award or bless each student um, at the end so that uh, there's, you know, our graduation mm-hmm. ceremony where each student gets called up and we, we read uh, a blessing about their character. Uh, so knowing that that's going to take place right. or that I've been able to do that in the classroom uh, is something that I think helps in that regard. But, uh, you know, one thing I like to, uh, you know, think about again, going to, going to the sports. sports world is that just because a particular player gets an MVP award, doesn't mean that everybody else in the league is a bad player. Right. And sometimes we negatively interpret the awards given to other people mm-hmm. as reflections on our inability to measure up. And I, I do think that that's dangerous because it's not saying that you're bad but so-and-so is good so that this person's going to get an award. It's just um, what this person did this year was notable mm-hmm. and so we're going to acknowledge that and honor that. And. Uh, I think that's the kind of the perspective that I try to have and realizing too that uh, a kid who wins an award can walk away with the wrong message just as easily as the yes, kid that doesn't. Boy, that's <laughs> so true. I, that is so true. But I do I think that's true of any yeah. good thing in life I that do you too. can make it an idol and uh, it can um, reveal or encourage uh, the wrong character just as easily as it can uh, honor and um, direct a child towards virtue or a, or anybody or I a think parent a, or an adult yes, yes, yes for any, sure at any stage yeah. well help us parents um, what would be an ideal way of us handling the conversation in the car home so the conversation afterwards mm-hmm. what ideal. does that look like <laughs> that's a good question I think uh, you know, I think I would ask questions to see how the child was responding. That's okay. That is such a great first response because sometimes I think we assume the way that they are, what they're thinking, and they may not be thinking that at all, which I have found ushers in fear almost instantly hmm. because they'll be like, should I be thinking about that? Right. Um, and it's like, whoa, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's out, it's like you can't go back and get it. So ask questions of your child to kind of get a gauge of where they are. Uh, sometimes, too, I think the emotion of the moment can be overwhelming and uh, the individual might not be able to know exactly why they're feeling a certain way. Right. And so the question can help them um, pinpoint a little bit more clearly uh where the reaction is coming from. Mm-hmm. So don't get little Johnny in the car and say, so, uh, Joe got the MVP award. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's right, That's right. what you don't want to yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, just, are you thinking about that right now? <laughs> um, and you know, it can also be an opportunity whether they, whether they won an award or didn't for them to reflect on their own uh, achievement. Because when they look back, I think it's universally true that when, um, particularly in school, you look back nine months over the yeah. course of an yeah. academic year and you pull out that assignment that you did at the beginning of the yeah. year and you kind of laugh. Yeah. And think, wow, I've come a long way. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, and every, everybody's no there, matter no matter what. what that's right, you've that's come, right. and it's that perspective that is so helpful. Even if you made a C at the beginning of the year and you made a C at the end, 
what you've so done to earn that C at the end of the year is a lot different than what right. you did at the beginning. Right. So ask the questions, get perspective. Another thing that you have that you have touched some lies with is just your message on joy and mm. finding joy in the midst. I feel like that's something that God has really been um, teaching me a lot mm -hmm. uh, lately. And um, part of that comes from that long view, I think, is yeah. that the, the individual moment doesn't... Um, doesn't carry so much weight and so uh, you have the lightheartedness maybe to look mm -hmm. around and just enjoy it and take it with a grain of salt um, and see I, uh, I was reading um, a poem this summer um, kind of reflecting on it um, where it talked about um, these um, glorious things that are here in front uh, of us but uh, nobody's looking and mm -hmm. so they're sort of uh, I don't know, they're not wasted, but they're um, not enjoyed to the extent that they right. could be. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was sort of a convicting thing for me to look around and see what's here to be enjoyed. enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And how has that changed, like just specifically? Um, I've been uh, just more conscious of, uh, of looking intentionally, mm -hmm. um, whether it's uh, looking at the sky <laughs> on my drive into work and yeah. noticing, oh, the moon is there uh, and enjoying that or, or, or making note of a child's play uh, on the playground at mm -hmm. playtime and how cute and delightful it is. Um, I had a mom the other day tell me that uh, um, water bottles that were left in the, uh, in the pantry on the floor um, became a moment for, for joy uh, in her family when uh, you know, she confronted the family, and it was the the dad was the one that went, that had left them there, and they just had a oh, um, you know, this is okay, um, this is humorous, and uh, we don't have to take everything. So, uh, it it doesn't all mean uh, carry a lot of weight, right? Um, and I think the more I, you know, again cultivating that that trust in a sovereign author of the story that's mm -hmm. going to fit all these details together. Um, to a certain extent, uh, we're along for the ride, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we might as well look around and enjoy that. That's yeah. such a good word. Mm -hmm. How how long have you been in it in education now? This is year thirteen. So how has your perspective changed hmm. in the last thirteen years? How you, have you changed as an individual as a result of being in education for the last thirteen years? Oh goodness. How long do we have? Plenty of time. <laughs> Plenty of time. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think the reason I enjoy being here is because I'm always learning mm -hmm. new things. Um, there's new students in the classroom. There's new uh, families in the school, and I'm constantly being shown. I, I think most often that my preconceived notions of how things are far too limited. And that there's um, there's more. I'm constantly being surprised by uh, something I thought couldn't be done that actually is accomplished, uh, or um, things that are headed this direction and they take a surprising turn another yeah. direction. And uh, again, it's a re reminder to me to slow down and, and enjoy mm -hmm. um, what's around me rather than um, thinking I'm in, in control of it all. Mm -hmm. You know. Is that what you would say would be the biggest effect even on you as you parent your your children because now 
you're in, you moved beyond an educator as a job mm -hmm. to an educator as a as a dad, and well, now you're making it personal. Well, no. I hope I hope this I hope this carries through to my to my to my parenting. Well, I'm guessing it naturally does. It's an overflow. What you just said is so deep that it's like if you've tasted that, and I think that it's sort of like, um, you know, pulling the curtain back on the wizard at Oz, mm -hmm. going, "Oh, I I didn't realize it was that," you know. Mm -hmm. And so it would even if it, it didn't permanently affect like every moment it certainly has an effect through the moments and and maybe that's part of the perspective too is that it's not this instant society that says it's an end-all be-all today in this moment that that's not real it just right. isn't real and so um saying no to that to be able to say yes to i'm gonna uh, slowing down is okay and perspective is good well, and slowing down is even necessary yeah. because, uh, pardon the use of uh, more more metaphors, but I've been thinking about the way that um, fields get cultivated. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you're looking for a crop, there's so much work that goes in where you don't get anything. Right. Um, to fertilize and cultivate the, the soil uh, with your eye on long-term growth and productivity. And... Uh, and so I, I really do think the same is true of parenting and children. Uh, you're doing a lot, especially when they're young, that doesn't give you any immediate mm -hmm. benefit. Um, but you're not doing it for the immediate benefit, like right. you just said. It's for the it's for the long the long haul. I think you can apply that too in friendships and and being not afraid to be authentic or real. Mm -hmm even the cultivation of the trust and a friendship to be able to go okay and you and you get through it and so that analogy has lots more legs than yes. even just yeah. parenting you know the other thing that's really blessed me is being able to say I may not have the right perspective on this situation mm -hmm. and inviting others in <laughs> yes. you know I think I live because in that, in that place. moment it's like <laughs> This is the way it should be, um, you know, and because yeah. that's the way I see it, but the way I see it may not be what's true. That's so true. Uh, are, are you saying that you're glad I finally got to this place? Oh, no, what you're no. I'm just thinking of the way that I've experienced that myself recently, where I've had somebody else even use my own words, but applied to my situation. I thought, oh, yes, yes good. I need that reminder, yes. too. Right. Um, so it's, it's good the way that you, you can. Um, glean, uh, gain perspective or corrections from other people. Mm -hmm. That perspective goes just a long way and, and the whole long view, it works itself out. Yeah. It does. So. Well, and to piggyback on that a little bit, having that experience of looking back and thinking, oh, I knew so much, oh, also gives you perspective on your current outlook, knowing that in 10 years, sure. uh, Boy, I wonder what I'll think about what I'm thinking oh, right now. Power, you know? I, I tell our kids that all the time. Yeah. I really do, and it's fun to hear them say it to each other. Because mm -hmm. then I'm like, they've they've experienced a taste of that. Yeah. So okay, if you had just like a, just the Jeff Hendricks, kind of, top tips, for how to um, manage, these junior high and high school years. What would you and say? run is not an option. Run away. <laughs> That's not an option. <laughs> uh, remember that we all get to the other side. Yes. Uh, the uh, 
forms that the pressures come in today look different than they did when we were there, mm -hmm. but they're the same pressures uh, and same crises of self-confidence, mm -hmm. um, feelings of insecurity. Um, and I think, you know, holding their hands through the drama mm -hmm. and the ups and downs without uh, engaging the drama with, mm -hmm. with them, if that makes sense. Totally. I understand how you're feeling uh, and you hear that, you affirm that, but uh, you don't allow yourself to uh, get caught up in it. Mm -hmm. um, gives them a, a place of stability that they can weather those ups and downs in, mm -hmm. uh, I think is important. I also That's heard you say, uh, don't worry about the fear. Don't get consumed in the fear yeah. when those uh, unexpected things happen. Mm -hmm. Because they, uh, everything is temporary. The only thing we know is <laughs> truly uh, eternal and lasting is uh, guaranteed. It's uh, for us. And so it's not something we have to worry about. Uh, and so the ups and downs... Uh, you can enjoy the ups and not get too down about the downs because you know where it's all, where it's all headed. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Nice yeah. move, Kay. <laughs> that is. It's like, yes. I good. love that. That's, That's a good. great word. Jeff Hendricks, thank you for... Thanks so much for having me, Kay. This has been fun. <laughs> We'll see how fun. We'll have him back too, but maybe to be continued. There's a wealth of knowledge and great information here. Um, we pursue all these things in the world and we think they're successful, like all these things that we set up as success for kids, success according to the world, which would be like, what do you think they are today? Oh my gosh, it goes to your financial status, mm -hmm. it goes to um, what kind of job you have, and all of these things we want to position our children to attain. Well, and ourselves. And ourselves, absolutely. It's like an identifier. I've heard the word used, identifier, and like what team I'm on, what, what my business card says, mm -hmm. all kinds of things hmm. that really mess with you if the identifier changes. Yeah. If you move or you lose a job, yeah. 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 I mean, is that the way, is that the best way to set up our children though? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, there, you know, plenty of stories about people that uh, reach all of those things and then they wonder, okay, now what, what's, what's next? Right. Uh, you either stress about maintaining that status uh, because it is your identity mm -hmm. uh, or you keep pursuing something that's just a little bit further ahead. Uh, yeah. Cause you get it. And then the next, like you said earlier, that is brutal. The mark that you try to hit and it instantly moves when you get there. Mm -hmm. oh, this is nice, but there's a, there's a still further inner ring or uh, something that I'm uh, trying to attain. I think it has more to do with how much weight we put on that identifier as defining me. I think it goes to where you find your self-worth. Hmm. Hmm. Or whether the worth or the, the sense of satisfaction comes in the, the label that you get oh, or from yes. the thing that you you did itself yes, that's, that's good so true because mm -hmm. a lot of times i think I, I, I we seek the grade right or the award or the trophy and lose the joy of just having played the game well or have written a great paper and enjoyed um, enjoyed what that uh, was all about how do you do it though like that's that is so true mm -hmm. and good and it's like 
Yes, but boy, you have to be determined to be able to stay that road. You really do. And I don't know that, you know, if there's a, a secret to, to, to doing that, but um, being mindful of it along the way. That's the start. Of it. Uh -huh. That's where we start. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's so true. I think that's wise. Mm -hmm. I think, thank you for sharing that with us. It's your good reminders. Good reminders. Mm -hmm.